0: And it was like, obviously, it's like a divorce and Dylan was like one of our children. So yeah. it's like, well, who gets Dylan? I mean, I guess I don't, it's fine. Shut
1: the fuck up. You didn't even fight for me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch trying to get sympathy points right now. You didn't fight for me for a second. Not for one. We didn't go to court. We didn't go nowhere. Didn't you take me to the park? No swings. No No, ice cream. So
2: salty. So salty.
1: She took me to the Baskin Robbins that only had 15 flavors. This is the Best Friends Ask Why podcast with Aaron and Dylan.
2: to the best friends ask why podcast episode 16 the baby mama episode <laughs> <laughs> <The> baby, mama. <laughs> baby mama we are joined by my baby mama christina
1: mcmorrow oh hello hello i'm so glad because like That you had to start it because I get fumbled on last names, even though I've sent her last name like 400 (laughs) times. I'm still like,
0: Is that that right? McMorrow. You
1: gotta say Jewish. (laughs) Oh,
2: fuck. Yes. Visiting from Arizona, which is depressing and shitty.
0: So dry. (laughs) Phoenix is shitty,
1: or this is shitty? Arizona. Arizona. I I don't like Arizona. As a whole yeah like it. sorry, I'm not just like button. being like this is cute I'm uh, gonna <laughs> I'm a
2: big shot. I've got <laughs> meetings.
1: I was really excited about <laughs> this episode. I posted on Instagram about it, but now I'm like,' it's oh, okay. just, just whatever <laughs> <bro. Shit>.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're back.
2: yes, but uh, so you and Gideon are in town. Gideon being the child, the child the child. um I
1: built this with my c. <laughs> <laughs> <my God. laughs> Oh uh, so you guys had to have sex to make that Yeah That's yep. cool right <laughs> yeah, At least su- once Super dope Just one time Just one time One and done man Get it done <laughs> Efficiency Yes God damn it
2: Um, But I'm excited about <laughs> this episode Because our split And where we're at now I feel like Not a whole lot of people make it here. For sure not. Like, there's no. You mean people don't get divorced (laughs)
1: and then do a podcast together?
2: Or even, like, say, oh, hey, what's up?
0: How are you? How's life?
2: Not be like, I'm going to fucking gouge your eyes out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are you doing the. Are you doing the fucking grapefruit technique right No, there. that was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Have you ever seen that video? Have not. There's, like, oh, this big black lady. Jesus. She has a, like, she does a video on YouTube about how to suck dick better. Oh. And the grapefruit technique is, like, you cut a hole in the center of the grapefruit and then you slide it over the dude's dick and then you, like, move Slurp it. Slurp the it's juices. It's kind of like a sub-puss okay. on the base of the <laughs> okay. cock. And then okay. she, like... She does the jaguar technique, which is the... <laughs> on the top to get extra slurpy, you know? And then she just... Just milks it out, you know.
0: But why were um, you watching videos about how to suck? I think it was, it was viral. Oh, okay. It was
1: viral. Okay, okay, it's that's a okay. video. I mean, you saw better. what I did to this microphone a minute ago. For I sure, got to train, <laughs> skills, Mad skills. I just want to be as good at all the things. <laughs> serial hobbyist when in doubt when in doubt you know th- the zombie apocalypse happens I've made it good so far in like two oh and a half God, years and then dude. army ranger is like dude you're not getting out alive unless you suck this stick I'm gonna jaguar that motherfucker me I got oh. this yeah. <laughs> I will save you oh fuck get behind me <laughs> catch the this <laughs> <team> is <laughs> off to a really
2: great start
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: oh fuck we gotta keep keeping light True, word. So we were we were together for what five six years? Mm -hmm. Because I left when Gideon was five, right? Four. Four.
0: Four. For sure, it was four.
1: Okay. Because he's eleven now, right? Yeah, it's seven years since Mm -hmm. you got out of basic. Mm -hmm.
2: I didn't just leave. I joined the army, so I don't want it to sound like I'm. You did not abandon
0: your child. Deuces. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Bye, I gotta get six packs of cigarettes Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be gone for a while
2: <laughs> um, But, so I left, joined the army And short, I think, we got married right before I left So that you guys would have the bennies mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I think our relationship was pretty much on the rocks before that...
0: Perhaps getting married was a poor choice. Yeah.
1: I mean, it I was mean, good for the benefits. This is true. But, yeah. That's why you get married. For the benefits. Yeah, me and Chelsea getting married, because she wants my insurance, you know? Yeah, yeah. and that tax break. <laughs> 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 that's definitely why I asked her. I was like, here, you need this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not uncommon in the military that people just get married to get out of the fucking barracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're not... In the minority.
0: No. For It sure. doesn't mean it was a good choice. But no.
2: I mean.
1: But from like conversation me and Christina had had when I was in Phoenix when we were going to come see you, it was like you guys were like in a really rocky spot right oh, yeah, before. Like the rockiest it had been. Yes. And mm-hmm. then for like a week it had started getting better. And then you were like, hey, I'm joining the army.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you literally, it was Gideon's birthday and you talked to my dad and you're like.
1: It's your dad's Guess fault.
0: What? guess what I'm doing tomorrow? Yeah. Guess what I'm doing? Like, okay, when? Tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Cool?
1: Yeah. Yep. Do you feel like that was the right decision?
2: I don't know about right or wrong, but I feel like I'm better for it. Yeah. Like, definitely being in the army changed me for the better. I don't know.
1: Cut your hair like Polly Shore and then... Yeah,
2: in the army now. Um, (laughs) But I don't know... I guess only time will really tell and when Gideon's in therapy in his 30s and he's like my dad fucking left me
0: my mom was a fucking (laughs) shit show
2: (laughs) time will tell but I feel like it definitely made me more as shitty as this sounds it made me more of a man like before because you were saying that I wouldn't even order my own goddamn food.
0: You definitely didn't. You tell me what you wanted, and then look at me like you, you, you going to take care this? of this. Food? Got,
2: yeah, I was super fucking passive.
1: Um, I I remember when you uh, graduated from basic, and we went to a restaurant, and you were saying like, uh, "Thank you, ma'am." Please, like you were just like being very like yeah. forward with like um, that type of stuff, and like asked what you wanted, and like her talking when you were gone. She was like, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? Who yeah. Whose man is this? He's he's a person. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a voice. He's an adult man. Mm, yeah. Mm. Tasty. <laughs> I'm gonna grapefruit that guy. <laughs> mm. uh, Call back! Whatever!
2: Uh, and now it was all worth it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just had to go oh, to fourteen weeks of basic training so I could get grapefruited. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm. But yeah, I think joining the army after all said and done was for the best. Even though I had like super shitty
1: experiences mentally being in the
2: army but
1: well the thing about life is what's cool is like you know hindsight is 2020 20, but yeah. like when you can look back at things through rose-colored glasses there's like a lot of things that even though they were started off as like really negative things brought about like really positive things and like they all have that dichotomy of the super negative thing that came as well yeah but there's also like like you going to the army and then you and Christina getting separated also gave Gideon the ability to like interact with somebody like Sean. Yeah. And so he got the ability to interact with another person who loves him as much as you love him. Yeah, So like, that's cool because when he grows up, he gets to see like, I I think eventually he like, I'm not saying he doesn't realize now, but when he grows up, he'll realize that like you loved him as much as you did. Like the whole time Yeah, you just weren't in proximity. So it was like hard to be as, um, You know, but then there was someone, he got to learn love from another person at the same time, and, like, then he realizes, like, that gives him a broader spectrum of realizing, like, in the same way that, like, my relationship with you guys Mm -hmm. gave me the ability to seek love outside of people who are immediately connected to me. Like, he got to find another link to his chain, and that's, like, a cool thing, I feel like. Mm -hmm. More abundant love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm.
0: He's got, like... Multiple families that love him. Yeah. He's set. He's, he's good. good. Yeah. A little bit
1: of therapy, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> he'll I feel like we it. all need it though. I mean, like, it's when you're close to it, it's like I mean like it's even sucks for me because I like grew up close to him and I understand right that. Okay. And like uh that sucks. Like I wish Aaron could have been like around more and it's possible that he could have. Um, um and but I can't like you have the ability to hold like there's. You're probably the only person who would be warranted in holding like ill feelings, you know, towards him. Yeah, and there's like, but there's that's kind of the process of this episode is talking about those and like figuring out how those were either let go or those things that are held. You know, oh, I'm oh, moving these so time. that we <laughs> don't throw shit. <laughs>
0: no, no, I mean there's not. There isn't really any ill feelings like could you have been there more or been more involved sometimes probably but I being someone who's gone through shit in my own life and like knowing that you have to work through that to be a better person for the people that you love and the people that you're you know responsible for like you need to take time to figure out who you were and to work yeah. through your shit so you can be better for him and if I was constantly pushing you and telling you call more, do this, do yeah. that. You're being shitty. Like, that's not going to help you. It's not yeah. going to help you be your best self for Gideon.
2: I definitely went through my deadbeat dad phase for a little bit. <laughs> there was a time, like...
1: I think, you pull it a little bit more in front... Just right in front of you. <laughs> you don't have to move. Just pull it. I, I
2: feel like uh, right after I got out of the army is when shit was probably the worst. Because mm-hmm. I remember... There was one phone conversation where we were yelling at each other and I was working on a roof in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, that was like a, oh, fuck, I need to do better moment. Is but, that
0: when I told you to shitter it off the pot? Pretty much. Mm.
2: Yeah. Like, he's getting old enough to where he's going to remember that you're being a dickhead. So, like.
0: Get in or get the fuck out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I feel like everybody, there needs to be a push at some point, but constantly yeah. being on your case and like. Just letting it slip. Like, yeah. I knew that you needed to be a part of his life for him mm-hmm. and for yourself. And so, let you have your space. Let you be a human being. Figure out where you're going, what, what you're doing, doing, who it. you are. But also, don't forget that there's this human over here who kind of needs like yeah. a thing.
2: kind of likes you a little bit. Yeah. Wants some attention, maybe. Yeah. It was rough. I mean, because right after we had f- decided to get divorced, like... There was such a huge, like, mixed bag of feelings that I was dealing with. Like, one, being alone for the first time in, what, like, five, six years. As an
0: adult, really?
2: Yeah. And then being in a different state, being in the Army, not getting to see my kid, like... It was just a fucking shit show.
0: <laughs> and I feel like as a man, like, you never know. You, you're you not the mom. So, like, you're, not, yeah. you're automatically assumed to, like, not have control over the situation. Yeah. So, how am I getting... Like, you know me as a person, but, like, mm-hmm. am I going to be a dick? Am I going to yeah. say, fuck you, he's mine, you can't see him? Am I going to be cool about it? Like, you don't really know until you're in the situation. Yeah. So, I'm sure that was probably stressful.
2: Yeah. I mean, I knew that... Just from our conversation, like, when we had finally decided to split, that you weren't going to, like, withhold the child. He's mine. Yeah. yeah. So I knew that wasn't going to be an issue, but it was more so the Army was going to withhold me from the child mm-hmm. because I was in Kansas and you guys were in Arizona. So that was, that was hard to deal with. Um, but through that whole thing, like, that was – I've had multiple – stages of growth. One was just basic training and going from, like, shy, meek, little boy to actual man. And then...
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a good one. (laughs) That's from deep.
2: Yeah. And then um, once we split, then there was, like, that downward spiral for a little bit. Lots of drinking, because that's all there is to do in Kansas. Mm -hmm. Lots of feeling the feels. And then once I came out on the other side of that, it was... I was in a much better place, I guess. Like, that was my introduction to forgiveness of both you, myself, just the situation. And I didn't realize it then, but it kind of formed my mindset on just relationships in general. Like, we're all just fucking people trying to find the best way to be happy. And, Mm -hmm. like, you can't hold someone trying to find happiness against them. Mm -hmm. Like, you just need to be... Accepting that everyone has their own ways of trying to find it. And some people don't know how to do that without possibly hurting other people. That's not you, Whoa. but that, <laughs> that's more so my most recent ex. Like, I don't know if she knew how to find her own happiness while still, like, handling someone else gently, mm-hmm. I guess is the best way to put it. But, yeah, there was a whole bunch of growth that happened because of this and not only because of having a child like that that's that was the first stage of growth okay we need that, back
0: pedal. we need back pedal yeah that's some growth the first time we talked about in the car the first time you change a diaper they shit yeah. up their back into their hair <laughs> on their face and you liquid green shit war paint.
2: yeah mm-hmm. when you say fuck it we have to take a shower because there's no way to get all of this off of you
1: <laughs> with
2: wipes. Dylan,
0: I don't know if you're having kids, but just you wait. <laughs> you
1: know, it's I'm, so fun. I've been pretty involved with children. Oh, before, that's right. That kind of. St- I'm like, I'm as a dad as you can be without having children already, and mm. like, I, I think I'll be pretty hyped on all things sucky and cool. Like, yeah. I changed Gideon a shitload when we like when. That's true. I. I have three siblings, That's and true. my parents are a, a unique bunch. Um, it's, <laughs> You're so diplomatic. I, well, they're going to like listen to this, and I don't want them to like th- – my parents are martyrs. My parents are the kind of people who have – when they have feelings that they did something bad, they don't like be like, oh, I had that feeling. Let me process it and mm-hmm. be like, okay. They go like, I'm shit. Yeah, and like a lot of people do that, and I don't want to like encourage them to do that because I don't think like it's just reality and things were a certain way. And luckily, I have the kind of glasses that I see those all as positive things now that I'm past them. Um, Oh, and the "I'm shit" mentality
2: doesn't do anything for anybody.
1: Yeah, so it's like for me to be like, I'm not going to say their shit because I don't think they're shit. I think that they're fucking kids who had four kids. Like I'm older than my dad was when he had. two children already yeah. like well, I mean they I had have, the f- they had you at 18 didn't you know, they my dad was 20 some 20 I think and my yeah. mom was 16 so oh, shit yeah the what's the statue <laughs> 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 I think they're good I don't think She'll press charges <laughs> oh shit uh, yeah um so I have a question actually um so with that, like, so there's that split and there's, like... But the thing is, you think about this, like... We're thinking about this in terms of, like, years of processing. You're going, like, this year mm-hmm. I felt this thing. And this year I felt this thing. And this year I was able to overcome those things and feel these things. But you were, like... He was in a place that was distant. So he was in a place that, like... The processing of his emotions were, like... He wasn't felt feeling the emotions of multiple other people at a certain time. Whereas, like, you were had a... a gravel, like a pile of gravel pile on top of you. Like, you're dealing with your emotions of processing, like losing someone that you loved, and then you're also dealing with the emotions of, like, your child being without someone that they love and that they need. And uh, then you, like, eventually that goes into like you're processing these these emotions while you're trying to learn how to interact with new possibly men or just friends in general but like how does in these timelines like consistently there's different times that these emotions come up of like anger like I, like I I feel as if like there's probably a lot of anger happening at certain points and it's like how did how did you deal with that in a way that could both like be you better yourself and then also not jade gideon like not like try and try and build a wall or did you not you know it's like did you build a wall so that it wasn't trying to shame Aaron openly to Gideon so that Gideon had those feelings too like how how did you process those things in a healthy way was there times that you didn't process them this process them in a healthy way
0: um i think i'm really good at just compartmentalizing and saying I can't deal with this right now because I have to focus You're on this You're a shut down kind of for person.
1: Sure. You put like,
2: yeah. You yes, got a, a storage boxes. unit full of boxes. So
0: many boxes. <laughs> um, I mean, there was anger sometimes, like anger at myself because things didn't work out or I couldn't be a different person or I couldn't be more patient or loving or give love or accept love, I think, was a bigger thing. I couldn't accept that you were going to be there for me and it wasn't going to fall apart, so I kind of made it... A self-fulfilling prophecy like you're not gonna love me so I'm just gonna cut ties now Yeah. so it was anger at myself it was anger at the situation it was anger at sometimes it felt like I was mad that you were leaving Mm -hmm. even though I knew that you needed to do it for you because you didn't want to keep working the same shit jobs and like you had to make a change but it still was like well fuck like can't you just work a shit job and we're still enough like you don't have to go be a hero to be fulfilled Mm -hmm. but that's me projecting on you so it's not fair um (laughs) But as
3: Ooh, far as, <laughs> oh,
0: um, as far as Gideon though, it's really easy to not push that anger or show that anger to your kid because you, no matter how mad I would get or how frustrated I would get or wish you were different or better or whatever, you're still a good person. Like I didn't get together with you because you were a shitty person and I didn't like you. Like, mm-hmm. So it's easy to not. Where
1: did you learn that? We were talking about this yesterday. That uh, that like the person that you're with is not a shitty person. You didn't get with them to be like a shit. Like because they were shitty. Where was that like? Where was that taught to you?
0: I mean I think it was inadvertently taught to me. I think you know my mother going through multiple marriages and all her relationships that she went through every time they ended, it was, this is a terrible person. I, you know, they're shit. You're not allowed to talk to them. Like her second husband, we left in like in a dither when he went to work because he's terrible and he's going to get us. And it was this horrible thing. And it's like, well, why would you even be with a person that was like that in the first place? So, and I don't know that he was, or he wasn't or whatever, but I think it was just learning how I didn't want to be from her. So that way I could be a better person and a better mom. And like, Gideon will never have that. I would never tell him like, Oh, your dad is shit or he should have called or I'm sorry. Like I've always been, Hey, you know, he's just busy right now. And you know, not made excuses in the sense that like you just fell off the face of the earth and I was lying. But like just explaining like, you know, sometimes shit happens and he'll call tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, it's easy for me to not be angry at you for it for the times that you maybe didn't call or you were busy or going through shit because I would want also the same respect if it were flipped and you had him and I was going through things and like, <clears throat> me. um so i don't this know this thing just... goes
1: for like multiple hours possibly so <laughs> everyone's gonna there's not a single person who's gonna be like that time she cleared her throat <laughs> <laughs> <Bitch.">
0: <laughs> what a bitch Ugh.
1: i'll just do this more
0: yes. yeah. <laughs> um so no um i built a wall and in the sense of like those negative emotions that I might feel, I need to process those later because right now I need to be a mom and I need to be there for him and I need to show him that stability that it doesn't matter what happens or who comes or who goes or whatever, like, I'm here. Yeah. And then it, when I did process the anger, I did process the feelings. It was just a, I can't be angry at someone for being who they are Yeah. because I wouldn't want that done to me. End mm-hmm. random
1: <laughs> <laughs> Word. I have another question unless yes. you have something to tag onto that. But I want to take a step back um on the thought process like when you're saying like you don't need to go be a hero to uh cuz I wanted like, to be a fulfillment. fucking SF. Yeah, well but I want to talk about that like I think that's like a it's a strange thing cuz it does seem like I, I'm not trying to label every woman or like talk about biology but like i feel like it seems in a broad spectrum this is just a broad statement it could be completely dumb and fuck me who cares but uh no i just want to think about like the way that men process being less than and the Mm -hmm. way that women process being less than like it seems like when a guy has like a a um like that to you doesn't seem like the right way you know like but to us like we have these delusions of grandeur that it's like you have to make an impact it it, you don't like you're so used to like men being like guys in the army or being firefighters or being like these big dudes who are helping everyone but the people that actually matter to them you know that's Mm -hmm. funny it's like guys always seem to be attached to helping this broad spectrum instead of realizing that like the thing that is immediately close to you is the most important thing and by affecting that you can affect a greater thing but women seem to cut right through the bullshit quicker and like you realize that like like oh I had like there's a bad relationship here or I had like a bad childhood and you realize like how do I fix that and it's like through being a good parent Mm -hmm. like I've noticed like a lot of like especially with you it's like I mean like I'm not saying your whole identity is being a mom but it uh that you you've understood that since the second you knew that you were gonna be a mom, like I feel like you immediately rang true in the thought process of like my childhood was really bad mm-hmm. and like there's no fucking way my kid's dealing with that again, and then you fix that whereas like. It, um, I'm not saying Aaron didn't think that way too, but there is a way that you're like, "Fuck, that thing's hard to deal with too. I got to fix this thing and then I'll come back and fix that thing." Mm-hmm. You do side quests mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you get fucking stuck, you know? And then and then a, a whole multitude of other main quests come in and you're like, "Fuck, how do when do I get back to this thing that really matters?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- that's just a funny thing to me. I mean, I, it's probably stupid for me to break it down into sexes, but I do notice that in a way that it's like um People with shitty childhoods are, like, super focused. Like, if you have a incredibly shitty childhood, you could either be a straight-up drug addict, or you're going to be a really, <laughs> really good parent. I'm really focused on drugs.
0: That could have been an option.
1: Yeah. Or you're going to be, like, a really good parent. I feel like mm-hmm. that's, like, the two choices. You're either going to be, like, a helicopter parent, or you're going to be, like, you know.
0: So I'm a helicopter parent? Probably. Me. <laughs> like 60-40. Yeah.
2: I mean, you don't really have a choice though, because Gideon's got dietary shit and was on the spectrum, and mm. just mm-hmm. yeah. So
0: that I'm not going to say that autism helped because that sounds <laughs> fucking awful. But
1: autism, play guys, you guys should all try. It. <laughs> so dope. Go get vaccinated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but that I mean, it helped in the sense that it was a distraction. Like, I had to dedicate so much of my time to teaching him how to speak that yeah. I didn't have time to do to be like. I'm going to sit here and be sad. So it's like, I'm having a rough day. Well, I'm just going to focus on him. Let's get our flashcards. Let's say cornucopia in the most adorable way possible (laughs) and make up words. Um, So that kind of helped also with being distracted and being busy is dealing with his allergies and his learning to speak. And he had to go to school super early. So just doing all of those things was kind of nice to... Be distracted and like and I can work think, on this. This is something yeah. I can deal with instead of I'm my relationship fell apart. I know he's hurting, but I can't be there for him because I've got to try to be there for me and be there for Gideon yeah. and be on the property and take care of Grandma and yeah. That's a fucking
2: that might have
1: been a mistake.
0: Uh, well, <laughs> um, <laughs> you're a
1: fixer though.
2: That's what I am, you do.
0: I'm like
1: that's very much a fixer. That's um. I think a lot of people who deal with like heavy the heavier trauma, the more. They try and you fix. are like mm-hmm. it's like um i say that because i'm the same way uh the way that like the darker that things are the more that you feel like everyone's small things are those like spider webs that kind of attach to stuff and can take everything down and so you just start like finding the smallest chain and then you just start fixing that one and then you mm-hmm. just walk up the ladder and then eventually it becomes this giant <laughs> gravel pit that you're dealing with that has like two of the things are your own, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I think it helps too. Like when you, it's a control thing, like your life is in shambles, but you can find one little thing for one person that you care about and you can fix that for them or help them with that. And then you, it's like a, it boosts your, it's your value to yourself and your value to others. So you don't feel like everything is absolute shit. You'd be like, well, I did this one thing that made me feel good. So then, you're ready to face the next thing that you can fix and then maybe eventually work on some of your own shit. But in the meantime... (laughs) But
2: that's in the background. But
0: in the meantime, it helps you to feel better to help other people. Yeah. Especially, like, if you feel like, I can't do anything for myself, so if I help somebody else, I at least don't feel like a pile of dog shit. How how much does,
1: like, um, spending your time doing, like, physical maintenance on, like, other stuff guard you from doing, like, emotional maintenance on yourself? Not you specifically, but just in general. Like, how much do you... Do you think that that can... Like, that's a, a possible negative? Like, um... Because I find that there's definitely times when I'm... I have have too much on my plate where it's like I'm, I don't get to process the things that need to be processed mm-hmm. because... Like I don't get to go through grief of that relationship, I guess for you guys, um, or deal with how I'm triggering people with my emotional process, or like stuff like that. Like how, um, is that a negative and can it be and how has that affected you possibly?
0: I mean, it for sure can be a negative if you never deal with your own shit. But I feel like it, for me at least, it's good because I I feel like I have a really I have a tendency to react really badly in situations. Something shitty will happen. I'll be like fuck, this is terrible. Everything is terrible. It's awful. I'm just going to sit here for a minute. And having those distractions of like, well, I can't just sit here and wallow in my own self-pity because I need to do X, Y, and Z. It at least gives you time to come back when you can think more clearly about the situation and really analyze like, okay, is this absolute shit or...
2: Is it just kind of shitty? Is it
0: just kind of shitty and I just need to process it and let it go. Um, So I do think it can be negative if you never actually get around to dealing with your own shit. Mm -hmm. But I... I don't see how I could process all my own stuff Mm -hmm. if I didn't have those distractions. Cause like I said, if, if I went, had to deal with everything with my initial reaction, I'd probably be a lot less happy (laughs) or balanced in the slightest way that I am. So it can be negative, but I, for me, at least it's good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pause for a second. I'm (laughs) fucking loving this. (laughs) (laughs) This is so goddamn fun. Like, even though everything so far has been super, like, dark and, like, deep, (laughs) I'm hoping we can go worse. Like, honestly. (laughs) I'm like seven years of fucking withdrawal from this shit i used to have conversations oh, with you about the dark you're one of the only people in my life who's connected on the same wavelength that i have where it's like let's go as fucking deep into the <laughs> hole as we can go let's and then people. Up every it. other person will go like to a point and they're like dylan deal with your shit but you're like let's fucking let's talk go. about let's it forever like that's oh it's my favorite dude it's like it's the funnest way to process things because you're like dealing you're in this like Primal enjoyment, which is socializing with humans. I feel like it's it's the most important thing that we do on this planet. I think, and uh, but it's so nice to be doing this again. Yeah. So, so Dylan's lit lit right now, dude. Lit as fuck. I like keep people probably watching on camera. You can't see because I'm turned this way, but I'm just like, just like. (laughs) But really, I'm like, this is tight. So lit, dude. I.
0: It's good. The deep dives are good because they. I feel like there's no fear. Like obviously you're yeah. my baby daddy and it's a, can get a little, it feels a little awkward sometimes it did before. Not so mm-hmm. much now, but
1: well I can, I, even just in the you being here for a little bit, I can feel lots of insecurities off both of you guys. Like yes. I can feel his like not wanting to be like triggering by, saying something or he's like nervous to like really speak his mind. I think like as time goes on in this podcast he'll get more open mm-hmm. after like 30 minutes. But even I'm like, also
2: trying to find a way to like ease into it. I don't
1: want to be like Yeah BAM I'm um, sure. fucking deep shit. But then also like she's like, I don't know if it's awkward that I'm staying at the same place as you guys and she's like, I don't want to be in a position like getting rides from you. And I'm just like for me, it's it's weird because for me, I didn't have to deal with all that that bullshit. The the huge shit. bullshit of an eleven year old child. It's total bullshit. Fucking <laughs> okay. kids are bullshit. He's no. the worst. It's
0: fine. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. For me, it's like I'm so stoked to like. I guess it helps that I try to be, like, a forgiving person in a way that it's, like... Not that I, I don't even get to the point where I hold grudges to people about things. I try to, at least. And so, like, for me, like, to have my best friend just be back... Like, not to say, like, we're, like, back to being, like, oh, my God, it's text every day. This is so sick. <laughs> but, like, to be able to, like, talk to you again, just to be able to, like, to... The idea that here you were listening to the podcast, like, a couple months ago, I was, like, wow, that's really cool. And then to be, like, oh, you're being here, and then you request that I come to pick you guys up. I was, like, oh, I'm done. Like, all of the bad feelings of everything are just completely gone.
2: I'm like, really I'm just, upset. Like, <laughs> now that you brought that up, I'm really upset that I missed the nickname in the introduction buzz Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: yeah. There is an Easter
1: egg in a past episode about uh about this inside joke. Let's see if you catch it. Put us in the comments if uh you know what we're talking about.
0: Buzz buzz.
1: It's pink uh. and lots of fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god, I'm watching Hey-oh.
1: pulsing back to our conversation. Um God damn it. Yeah, so, I mean, like, you had a a multitude of questions of things that you kind of wanted to touch on, and we can get through those. I mean, like, I'm sure those will bring us to other tangents and stuff like that. But there's a a lot of things that you kind of wanted to touch on. I don't know if you just got rid of all of it already, but... I feel
2: like we kind of fucked up because I've been driving you around. All the talking. And so... A lot of the shit that I was like, oh hey, this is cool. We should talk about this. It's already been talked about. That's cool. You know, which, without
1: you, a co-host. Which <laughs> fucking <laughs> blows.
2: But yeah, um, I don't know what what was some good conversation points that we had. Do you remember anything?
0: It's all a blur. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I feel like we're in a good spot because we can talk about like I can ask you like, hey, are you seeing anybody? Like, yeah. how's that going for you? How's well, it's life- also
2: been fucking. How many years?
0: For sure, it's been seven. But <laughs> I mean, I don't feel, I feel like there's people who can't even do that after yeah, 10 years. Like, true. hey, how are you? How's your life? What's your, are you dating? Like, are you happy? Yeah. Like, I feel like those questions are awkward for people who've been separated for 10, 20 years. Like, yeah. are your parents going to go, hey, how's your yeah, day? I don't even life? think
2: they're ever going to talk again.
0: Like, <laughs> so, I mean, it's not awkward. Like, I, I wasn't like, oh, I wonder what he's going to But like, yeah. I, like I was gonna say before, like there's no fear. Like I don't, I don't have a fear of what you're gonna ask me because I know that like you, I can be honest. And yeah. I mean, I might offend you, you might offend me, but like at the end of the day, like we still have to
2: interact, coexist
0: in a way yeah. that like we're not gonna be shitty to each other. So
2: yeah, and I don't go all in. We it's never fun. had like animosity.
0: Like,
1: no, initially I did
2: after I the mean, split. For sure, I was sure. like.
0: <sighs>
1: So like what um can we uh, talk? Can I pause you for a second because like those feelings can be processed through after this thought. Not to be like I'm not gonna. We talked about this yesterday that I do the thing where I just go completely off base. But I'm gonna like it'll the end of her answer will bring you back to those feelings but like what is the lead up of being in the relationship so like you're in the relationship there's rocky stuff going on mm-hmm. and then like Aaron distanced himself like what leads to the decision of being like I, I know that I'm not gonna like come live on an army base that was decided that like, before I even left mm-hmm. yeah yeah but like, still like there's
0: there's like the those minutes yeah.
1: like those minutes matter of figuring out that being like okay this is over
0: I feel like I mean I feel like we both knew that we weren't happy
1: yeah
2: when, well before well before you
0: left before we weren't happy you weren't happy you moved to Arizona neither of us were happy there
2: yeah
0: Um, and I think after you left and like being just me and Gideon and realizing that I was happier him and I mm-hmm. than I was us three together it's like well why try to make something work when I'm happier without it which yeah. sounds super shitty to say I'm sorry that's but, true I mean so like and I wanted you to be happy so like Speak your truth, girl. (laughs) Like, I knew I wasn't making you happy. Like, I cared about you as a person no matter what and always will. So why wouldn't I want you to go find someone who's going to make you happier? Like, I wasn't the person that you wanted to be with. And I think you didn't maybe realize it so much of the time. So it hurt a lot more, maybe,
1: Mm.
0: for you. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I think it was... It seems like... Because I feel like it would... I, I just cut you off. But I feel like it would make you feel, like, lame because... You're being like cut off from someone that you don't even like. In that position, you're like, she's not making me happy. But even that person is like being like, nah, you know, like nah, "Nah." like nah, bro. You can't even have the shit that doesn't make you happy, bitch. Yeah, (laughs) no. Um, you want this shitty tomato? Nope.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I think this is a pattern that I've noticed in both of my long-term relationships: is that I get complacent. Mm -hmm. To where I'm just like, oh, fuck it, whatever. I don't give a shit, man. Shit is fine. I I do that in life in general to where... But it's also like, it's how I process shit. Like, I shut down. So when I'm in one of those modes, I feel like I should just be alone. And moving to Arizona, I had a whole bunch of shit to fucking process. And I still, like, I was still a child, essentially. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to compartmentalize or step up to be the head of the household and work this shitty job and just suck it up for the family and like do all this shit. I was doing the best I could, but it's because I am the way I am like severely introspective. Like I just started to shut down. Like, Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought. What was the, Uh, I was just talking about the, the lead up to, um, Oh yeah.
2: So I think, Like I shut you out, and that was what made you realize, like, oh shit's better when he's not here because I don't have this fucking this rock that just I'm trying to throw love and affection and shit at, and it's just like you're a woman of small
1: stature, and he's a large rock, (laughs) and you just
2: can't push. I just can't.
0: I can't get up. I can't get over it. I can't get under it.
2: Yeah, it was it was rough because I feel like shit was kind of rocky up in washington too before we left like we we had rocky bits all over the place and like dealing with ryan and shit like that put a strain on our relationship Mm -hmm. and dealing with my parents living with them put a fucking strain like we had some tests (laughs) and i think the final straw was me shutting down in arizona because i wasn't happy like i hated Mm -hmm. the job hated the place didn't have any fucking friends didn't have any family so i was just like oh well i'm in fuck all this Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go
0: i'm gonna do the most drastic thing possible tomorrow
2: i need to get out of here i need to get out of there fucking arizona i'll go to kansas i don't give a shit it'll be so much better Nah. yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. fuck but really it was your dad i told you right that your dad convinced me Mm -hmm. to go Mm -hmm. yeah
0: I don't know if that was intentional. It's
2: your dad's fault. I don't
0: know if, I don't know now, if that Christina was his doesn't goal. doesn't speak to her fault. No, she, is that
1: real? No. It
2: no. Okay. <laughs> like, uh,
1: I was, like, really worried that that was also true, and then that would be like, the, that would stop the podcast. You'd be like, don't fucking talk about that, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, be cool. Be cool.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Her, your dad said that his one regret is that he never served in the military, and I was like, oh, John, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to fucking do it. Today, uh, um mainly I was just going to like gather information. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we can totally get you in. Let's do it tomorrow. Fucking mm-hmm. tomorrow Let's fucking go." That's how they, how
0: they do it. It's you. like Everest yeah. College. Yep. I'm just here to learn about what your program. They pull out
1: is. the grapefruit and you're, you're done. fucking in, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: I saw your recruiting officer. I hope not. <laughs>
1: He got those big lips though I had two <laughs>
2: recruiting officers Because one of them had an autistic kid So, so one was oh, right. thumbing your
0: yeah.
2: ass And then the other one Sergeant First Class <laughs> Rodemacher And Staff Sergeant Wade Get I a new remember. last name Rodemacher. <laughs> for sure
1: get a new last name
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Yeah recruiters know what the fuck they're doing They're smart They, they almost got me too they almost got me. Yeah, I almost got you, too. I was like, hey, what's up? You
0: mm-hmm. want to do this? You want to do this? like, yeah. Let's yeah. do it. It's super dope. I realize
2: I'm
1: way smarter than you. <laughs> <laughs> didn't do that. Uh, I mean, and it's
0: not to say that the decision was easy. Like, I was like, oh, I'm happy. I'm just going to end this. Like, there was a lot of guilt and a lot of... <laughs> I'm going
1: to fucking party. <laughs> Get out of here,
0: bitch. Right. Um, it was hard because, like, your family tended to be a little much sometimes. But, like, it oh, was yeah. still family to me. That was the only mom I had around when I was pregnant. So... Yeah. Um, I thank her for that But uh, And it was like Obviously It's like a divorce And Dylan was like One of our children So yeah. it's like Well who gets Dylan I mean I guess I don't It's fine Shut
1: the fuck up You didn't even fight for me For a second <laughs> <laughs> This bitch Trying to get Sympathy points right now You didn't fight for me For a second Not for one we didn't go to court <laughs> We didn't go nowhere Didn't no, you take me to the park? No swings No, no ice cream
2: So salty
1: So salty <laughs> oh, She took me to the Baskin Robbins That only had 15 flavors <laughs> It's bullshit
2: Oh fuck
0: Oh dear What? <sighs> um, so I don't
2: know what we were talking about I don't
0: want to make the desi- it sound like the decision was easy And I was just like oh, Bye Yeah But
2: I mean at a certain point It does get that way though Like Yeah once you feel the feelings and you're like, oh shit, it's dope to have my mind made up, and not the worst possible place to be is in that I don't know what to fucking do stage. Because mm-hmm. with my last relationship, that's what like there was a solid
1: fuck five months of that. He was so was deep in it tormented.
0: that
2: when I was
1: pushing him to the other side, he still was stuck in.
0: It. I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay right here. This is I'm good. strong as fuck. No, <laughs> <laughs> Look. At
2: yeah, so there's there's definitely some liberation in just committing and being like fuck it, whatever, Geronimo. Like we're doing one way or the other because that limbo shit is torture.
0: Didn't make it any easier saying it to you over oh, the yeah. phone while you're in yeah. the military alone. Be, well, you have friends, but like,
2: well, at that that point, I was fucking. I remember it was cold. And dark and storming, <laughs> and I was in an apartment building. You made
1: winter for him. You did this.
2: I've
1: been dealing with this fuck for like four months now. No,
2: winter <laughs> happened way before that. But uh, and I was in an apartment with no furniture. I didn't have a bed. This
0: is the saddest <laughs> story I've heard. I was
2: heard. sleeping Fuckin with my man. army gear. Like I had my blow up air mattress mm. thing that you pack in your rucksack, what and you then my an sleep at this point. MIT? AIT. AIT, my bad.
1: You were at MIT? I wish I went to MIT. You you run Boston Dynamics?
2: (laughs) No, I was at Fort Riley. I was at my unit living in a shitty fucking apartment. Um, And I was on the phone, and then the decision was made, like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, oh! Like, I lost my shit. Because I had... So many ups and downs, just going through basic alone. Like mm-hmm. basic was fucking rough, and then finally getting to my unit and being like, "Oh, I can't convince her to come to Kansas." Because that was like my whole thought process. Like she <laughs> said, gonna get she's it. not, I'm gonna get it. She's not moving to whatever base I go to. That's what she says. But as soon as I get through, then I'll be like, "Oh, what? Else? It's just just you, you guys are coming. You're coming to where I'm at." But once it all like became real, I was like, "Fuck!" And then I was alone. Like that was weird as fuck for me because not to like downplay your shit cause you were alone with a kid. So obviously,
0: but I like uh, my grandma right there. System. Yeah. Like yeah. there was people,
2: but I fuck, like it was a, such a downward spiral for me. Cause one Kansas fucking blows. The only thing to do recreationally out there is be a hillbilly who goes mudding. <laughs> Which,
1: dude, have you ever been mudding? This one's fault. No,
2: it's a different kind of mudding when it's flat. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you join the army drinking team which is what I did and that didn't end up so great. Um, and but, now
1: Aaron lactates.
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> is Christ! True story.
1: Ask him about it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I probably have like titty cancer or something.
1: But no big. I hope the doctor legit says you have titty cancer, <laughs> stage
2: five. Uh, stage five titty cancer.
1: <laughs> they only have four stages. I know it's really bad. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> oh fuck! But here, let me get some out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I need
2: My cereal's dry. Uh, need that creamer. Oh.
1: God damn
2: it. I keep forgetting where I am whenever you do this shit. Okay. No comic relief. I gotta stop. Fuck. I'll just cry in the corner.
0: Because <laughs> I didn't fight for you. She didn't fight for
3: 15 flavors. They didn't even have
2: Oh, fuck. But through all of that, like, I eventually became okay. The army was probably the best <laughs> thing for me to be in with that whole situation going on because like i think it was two months after the decision was made we went to ntc for 35 days so i was in the field constantly moving go 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 like doing 72 hour long convoys and shit so i didn't have time to think about anything outside of that so that was fantastic to just kind of Get over things real Put it quick. Over there. Yeah. Put it in a box.
0: That's for future Aaron to deal with.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I don't think I, like, fully got to be okay with shit until I went down to Arizona and stayed with you guys. I think that's when everything was like, oh, okay. Everything's, I'm good. Shit's fine. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't remember what the timeline was from there to there. It was like a year maybe. I think so. Maybe two, some shit. But I hadn't seen Gideon in like a fucking year.
0: Was I living with Sean then? Yeah. hmm
2: Yeah, and I drove down in my Lancer.
0: Yes, I recall. Yeah. Was that weird, staying in that house? Not
2: really. Like, because I had done these mental gymnastics to where I was thankful for Sean. Mm-hmm. Like, thankful that someone was there to help. And someone was willing to... How long
1: did that take? How long did that, like...
2: It happened fairly quickly. Because, like... I was pissed at first. Because... How dare you? We were all friends at a certain point. Like, I don't... I guess we weren't friend friends. But he was in the same friend circle, like with... Mm -hmm. Philip and... and Alex. Alex and them. Sage. And we all... (laughs) We all hung out and... I remember seeing him, and I was like, "Oh, you fucking snake, you piece of shit!" Like, I'm ooh, 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 you Jody Foster-looking motherfucker. <laughs> like I was
1: super pissed for a little bit. I think we used did we used to call him like a something like a like fat lesbian or something like that. <laughs> just yeah. out of sheer Sean, anger if you
2: hear this it was i was salty as fuck for a <laughs> little we, bit we appreciate
0: the shit out of you <laughs> yeah. oh he's gonna listen yeah. so hey
2: we thoroughly appreciate you but i was pissed off and
1: like when we were under- doing the average ghost shit i feel like yeah. we talked about him a few times not on the podcast but like a few times yeah i,
2: was I mean that's
0: a natural feeling super like salty this fucking guy just coming in ready-made yeah. family taking over your shit like, yeah i, I get like, it mm got mm-hmm. to get Fuck shanked. You.
2: Prison shank. <laughs> get a tactical nuke. <laughs> <laughs> I will
0: bomb your house. Hopefully the kid's not in
2: it. But yeah, I was super salty for a little bit. And then I think just like coming to terms with, basically he was giving Gideon what I had mm-hmm. to where I didn't have a father essentially. And then my dad stepped in the guy that I consider my dad stepped in and showed me what it was to have masculine traits and do masculine things i was like oh shit this is dope thanks like mm-hmm. so i was and just, he wasn't a piece of shit yeah. so that's good yeah and i was just thankful for the fact that and still am that he was there for gideon at a time that i wasn't like a year later it took a solid year and even after that visit i was like "Fucking." Piece of shit. <laughs> I still <laughs> have, and the reason I went to Jodie Foster is because <laughs> in the army, there's a term for the person who steals your lady, and it's Jody. Mm. Jody's the guy at home fucking your wife. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> that, this is so it's the whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not
2: yeah. just Jody's the army. Thing, it's yeah. like military wide. Like there's songs about it and shit. Like when you're running, like blah blah blah, Jody. Like yeah. oh shit, it's a real deal. So. That's why Sean got my nickname of Jody Foster. No offense, but it's just, it is what it is.
0: <laughs> I'm sure if the situation were reversed and he was you and you were him, yeah. he would,
2: there'd be some, there an, there's be just animosity because it's like, it's a shitty fucking situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just how you process shit is being mad for a little bit. Like that's one of the stages of grief It's mm-hmm. just anger. Um, but yeah, eventually I got over it and was thankful and still am. And it taught me, like I was saying earlier, that that forgiveness shit. And I eventually, like just recently, learned to forgive myself for all of it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing I've been working on the most lately is self-forgiveness. Because I find it really easy to forgive other people now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Unless I just don't like them. Then I'm like... Yeah, fact exactly. I'm not even going to waste the time to forgive you. I'm just going to forget about you.
1: Maxi pants.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> forget you, Maxi pants. Um. <laughs> but I was able to start to forgive myself and it's been for- life changing.
0: Forgive yourself for
2: For leaving, for not being there, for being shitty, like after the army, as far as like the hit or miss communication and just the lack thereof completely for a little bit. And just being gentle with myself, as far as like, oh, you can try again. Just fucking don't stop trying. Mm -hmm. Like, and forgive yourself for all the failed attempts leading up to now. Mm -hmm. Because before, I would get shit face drunk and have like rage blackouts where i'd like throw my shirt off in the middle of downtown aggieville in kansas and take off running like that was my go-to move in the (laughs) army like my friends would be like oh fuck and i'd take off There was one time we were in junction city
1: i just don't think aaron's got his calories for today
2: (laughs) (laughs) we'd take off our we were in junction city and we were at this place called Coyotes, which is this shitty fucking little cowboy bar right outside of Fort Riley. And we've been drinking a whole bunch. Let me, let me backtrack to what the drinking routine was. So it was me and two buddies. I don't really want to put them on blast just in case they don't want people to know, but they'll know when I say this. We would drink two forties of King Cobra Yikes. each. And then between the three of us, we would kill a bottle of Everclear. And then we would go to the bar and drink. So the blackout was like, as soon as we got to the bar, I was like three, four shots from blacking out (laughs) already. Um, but there was one time one of my buddies was on crutches and
1: I thought you were about to say crack.
2: <laughs> one of my buddies was on crack. <laughs> no, one of my buddies was on crutches because he had broken his ankle the weekend before by stepping off a curb wrong or some dumb shit. It's
0: a lame story. Yeah.
2: It, Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> but he was on crutches, and like a switch just gets flipped when I black out. Like I'll be like happy, like woohoo, yeah, woohoo. And then all of a sudden it's rage, like out of nowhere. And they were trying to stop me like oh hey chill out calm down everything's fine and i fucking pushed the dude over who was on crutches i was like get the fuck out of my way
1: He broke his other ankle
2: (laughs) no he didn't and i threw my shirt off and took off and so i've got a couple of other buddies trying to chase me i duck into this alley and climb up onto this roof and like hide there and wait for them to go away and then I see them in cars, like driving around, trying to find me. So I duck behind schools and so shit, you know, like and bushes. four stars
1: GTA. Yeah, style pretty right much. Now. That's what yeah. it felt
2: like. That's what it <laughs> felt like. But in reality, they had just gone home. Yeah. And told the gate people at Fort Riley, like, "Hey, if you see this dude, call us. We'll come down and get him." But so I was hiding and ducking and all this shit, like trying not to be seen by anybody. And I make it so Fort Riley's got a moat essentially like there's a river that runs around it and there's a bridge that goes over and I get to the edge of the river and I take my shoes off and tie the laces together and put them around my neck and put my phone and my wallet and shit in the shoes. And I'm getting ready to like Ford the river. Like I'm (laughs) going to go across the river. You shall not stop me. And I'm going to sneak onto the base, like jump over the fence, not go through the designated gate area. Which is a horrible fucking idea. That is the
1: most walk of shame I've ever heard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but at the last second, like, I'm up to my ankles in the river, and I'm like, I could get shot. Or arrested for trying to sneak onto a military installation, even though I had my ID. Like, yeah, that's the wrong fucking answer. So then I go back and walk to the gate. They see me. I don't have any or er, shirt on.
0: Are your my, shoes still around your neck at yeah, this point? Yeah, my shoes are still around Excellent. my neck. I
2: didn't didn't fix that. Um and so they call my friends and they come down and it was just this like shameful ride back to the barracks. So that was my my drunk story. But after <laughs> after that there were more lots and lots and lots more of rage episodes and like I want to die and kill myself shit. Um but that ended once i got into the forgiving myself like i on halloween was it where i hit that blackout point and like stopped myself from yelling
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah chel said something and then uh you didn't like it and then you yelled and then you stopped yeah yeah
2: yeah so and that's because of and then you're f- like i'm about to start
1: crying i'm gonna separate myself and, yeah yeah
2: and then I just came downstairs and cried a little bit, yeah, and yelled a little bit. Yeah, you were into it
1: though, like in the way that you, like you did process it well, because you like started yelling and then you stopped and you were like, "I'm sorry." And I was like, "I know you were just joking with me." Like, I need to, yeah, yeah. So, and that's why Aaron doesn't watch us on the podcast because <laughs> I'm gonna scream made at her cry. and cry.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 she bullied him and he cried and then oh, we can't, now we can't have rounds of friends
2: but yes, because of like the self forgiveness shit, I don't have those feelings anymore, and that it's this huge fucking weight that's been lifted. So everyone, just forgive yourself. Yeah,
4: forgiveness.
1: It fucking, We're not gonna tell you how to do it. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you
2: gotta figure yeah, it, you gotta it out. Figure it out. <laughs> you There's probably
1: get, like a like a cheat code website. Get shit faced um, for video games. It'll probably tell you. It's Left down like, up down up down. A B X Y B Y. Yeah. Oh.
2: Before we go too far anywhere else, because you look like you have something to say, I saw this Aubrey Marcus article today, and it basically said that depression is resistance training for your brain, and I thought that was a cool way to look at shit. Like, cause everyone has those.
1: I feel so privileged whenever we talk about this stuff. Like Why? just in a way that like, I feel like it's weird, lucky to have gotten past it. But for some people, the road's a lot harder yeah. to mm-hmm. get past it. And so I'm trying to find the Oh, my road was hard like, as fuck. Yeah. And I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mine, I don't even really know what was the catalyst for making me like be done with it. But mine was like, I went through like completely close to the end, you know, Damn. and, uh. I think that's the catalyst. Once you get to that point where you're like the shit either get off the polling
0: you're going to die or yeah. I'm going to get better. Yeah.
1: yeah. Once yeah. you get there, then it's like, "Oh, I think I the don't main don't want to die. I think the strongest thing I can recommend to people um, with with severe depression is to do your best to separate your identity from that depression. Yeah. Cause I feel like depression becomes a big part of your identity yeah. and it becomes like a way that you've shaped who you are and you try to live in the sadness because it's who you are. And so like you see it again you're like, that's natural for me. And mm-hmm. then you yeah. go towards it and I well, can it
2: becomes comfortable too. Like,
1: you know what the anger
2: and the sadness feels like. So you you start to feel happy and then you'll feel that anger or sadness tug at you and it will be like, oh I'm gonna do that because that's what I know instead
1: of like branching out into yeah it becomes like a habit at that point it's like you form something and it's like once you go there it's like you both love it and you hate it like it makes you feel so shitty but it also makes you feel unique you're like you're part of this subgenre. you're part of you're this only person who feels this way and a lot of people who are depressed feel that way that you're like you don't know what I'm going through you don't know what's going on you don't know what I feel and to be realistic I don't know but I understand those pathways of what you feel and I have been in a place where i feel the same nothingness that you do yeah and, well, and, and, and there's just-
2: there's a this weird like i don't know if everybody feels this but like there's times where i've been super in the shit like just nasty feelings and i'll tell myself like oh you can feel better like it's okay and i'll start to change my mood a little bit And then I feel the depression, darkness shit try and pull me back in. Like, oh, no, that's stupid. Don't do that. You need to be sad still. Mm -hmm. Like, it yeah let go of that fucking shit yeah leave you're part of the club blood in blood out that's like
1: the thing i've noticed the most is like at least with my own feelings is like when i'm in those spots it's really easy when you're in those spots to be like this is where i am i can't do anything to change it but there's like there is so many little things and like that's why i want to urge people as much to do things that you're just not used to doing because those things that challenge yourself to either learn or those things to do that you don't usually do uh can be that one thing that you just don't know yet. Like we were talking the other day, that you are like, I don't want, know what I want to do when I grow up, and then you were like, I'm like close to dead, and I was like, <laughs> Shut the fuck up!
0: I did not say close to <laughs> I'm dead. I'm like close to dead. <laughs> like that, the it, golden Girls is what uh, I said.
1: <laughs> Honestly, like, um, but it hurts my feelings when I hear people who are like thirty or who are like forty or who are like forty five be like, This is what my life is now. Like, like deciding that this is my reality. Because, fuck you, it's not. Like, you have the ability to... Uh, I think, honestly, I haven't eaten that much today. And if I have another one, my vision will start getting weird. So, um... But, like, if you want to do something, you have everything at your hands to do it. And I'm not saying, like, you're being not motivated. Because you are a heavily motivated person. And, like, you will find that thing eventually. And then I hope when you find whatever that thing is, you just go towards it as hard as you fucking can. Um what the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah. But like doing things that are different and doing things that are outside of who you are. Like if you're like, people say that thing all the time, but it's like, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like the realest fucking thing you can say in life is cause like, how did you get to where you are now? If you got, to where you are now sitting on the couch and watching tv what are you doing now you're probably sitting on the couch and watching tv yeah but if you got here through like a multitude of other things that were difficult for you to do you're probably doing something currently that's difficult to do and you're making yourself better in some way um yeah i don't even know how we got back to we always get back to the motivational bullshit <laughs> we always get back we're to- fucking highly motivated god oh, damn no, or not, dude. I'm not that fucking highly motivated. Um, you've been
2: you've been motivated with projects and yeah. shit lately yeah. and obsessed with your car. They're like distraction
1: stuff. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I do that all the time, though. It's like I, I get uh, distracted with, instead of real life, I just go like, I'll do this thing. Like, this is the thing that I'm doing today. And then <laughs> instead of just like, sometimes it is okay for me to just sit on the couch and watch TV. Yeah. But most of the time I don't do that because I'm just like, no, I got to, I got to. I'm in that brain spot where I'm like, I gotta do something different. And then I get obsessed with that thing that's different. And then once I'm done doing it, I'm like, why did I do that? I could have (laughs) done the thing that wasn't different, but the thing that's making me better, like working out, I could have spent all the time I've been spent like polishing my car, which I'm probably still going to do that shit. But like I could have spent it in the gym, like in getting better and like getting closer to my goal of that thing that I know that matters to me because I know how like the fitter I am, the better I feel about myself, the more like full me I feel and the, Fullest me is what's going to bring the best to whoever's listening to this or watching this. Is like, the best version of myself. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but... So, I want to take, like, 55 steps back (laughs) and talk about Um, (laughs) Baskin-Robbins. No, like, uh, so... I definitely, like, I feel like I was busy enough in my life at a certain point where, like, I didn't have to process too much emotions about being shut out, but I want to, like, understand what the process is in your brain to, like, come to terms with that and to be like, I I have ended this relationship, and so all of the ones that were attached to it completely need to be done. I think that's just part of... A breakup. A breakup. Because I did the same thing with the most recent ex. Like- but I understand that. But I maybe it's just me feeling entitled. But it's like I also <laughs>
0: feel like. Why don't you love me? I, like
1: I feel like we were best friends. Yes. Like I feel um, that could be one-sided. That could be from both sides. But I feel like the relationship that we had was very different than the relationship that we had um just because we live together at a certain mm-hmm. point. Like, I feel like it was definitely a chosen relationship past a relationship that was a proximity one. I feel right. like it was one that was actively worked on. It was one that was built to be specifically a friendship beyond us being like really close and like us having lived together at a certain mm-hmm. point. But, like, what is that uh, process? And, like, was there, how difficult was that to deal with? What is there, like, that's my ego being like, mm-hmm. did you miss me? Did you, miss, but, uh, <laughs> did you love
0: me? <laughs> Tell me you love me.
1: But, um, Realistically like just like what is that process How is that hard to deal with like even with people that like You do love in Mm -hmm. that because you have to give up People that like there's people there who annoy you Like Mm -hmm. and you're like I'm so ready To be (laughs) done with this one That was probably me actually but um (laughs) And then it was like people like Jess And like me and like people who you had Formed like quality bonds with like Um that it It is difficult to let go of And like what are the feelings around that Will you turn me down a little bit on my ears um <laughs>
0: on, my on my ears. Uh it is I mean it was really That's hard, up. but it uh
1: turn me down, thank you.
0: Oh wait. You good? Okay. Um <laughs> I'm trying to tell you I love you. Um <laughs> it was hard. I mean I
1: know.
0: I know. Um <laughs> it was hard in that I, you know, losing or giving up Aaron in our relationship, I felt like I wasn't entitled to take people away from him. I felt like I'm taking myself away from him. I'm not taking Gideon away, but like making it more difficult or structured or in a way it's still a loss. Um, So I felt like I didn't have the right to continue these relationships and force people to choose or to pick a side. So my thought process was just, if I cut everyone out, then there's no choice to be made by other people. Like you, if I cut and shut everybody out, then you'll automatically go to him. And it was more of an... A sympathetic feeling like you, he's going to need you guys more than I need you guys, which sounds shitty like I don't need you. But I knew that he needed more, more support because I had my family in Arizona. And I had Gideon and I had distractions, whereas he was going to have much less. So it was more of a, a sacrifice for him, which makes me sound like I'm a martyr. <laughs> you are welcome. Um, <clears throat>
1: Branding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I mean, but it was still it was hard and it was shitty. And I literally just I went on Facebook back when Facebook was cool was seven yeah. years ago. And I just I literally just unfriended everybody. Like yeah. you don't need to know what I'm doing. You don't need to. And I, I mean, because I got calls from your mom all the time. Uh, like, if you
1: think was, I didn't just type in your Instagram name all the fucking time, you're <laughs> she doing high creeping, as shit. creeping.
0: Um I like your mom would call what's going on. Yeah. Like your dad called like once or twice, like, Hey, like, how's it going? Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? This is ridiculous. And like the guilt trips and the, mm. you guys going to work on things like what happened, what's wrong. And like, it's hard. Cause there wasn't even anything really to say like, well, this is the thing. Cause like, it was just time. You didn't fucking beat me. You didn't fucking, yeah. you weren't an alcoholic. You didn't like cheat on me. Like there was no specific thing that's like unfixable really yeah. in other people's eyes. So, I think I just said, fuck it, and close the door to everybody, and then kind of maybe assumed that, like, I'm going to text Dylan one day and be like, hey, just so you know, I'm really sorry that I shut you out. Like, yeah. I had to process my own shit, and I knew he needed you more than I did, so I'm sorry, but that time just didn't ever really come, because I feel like at a certain point it just gets awkward, and, like, I'm yeah. like... Well, too wanna... much time has passed. Um... And feel like you would, and I, I felt like there would probably be some kind of feelings or animosity or negativity, like, fuck you for shutting me out. Like, we were friends, and you just ghosted me. Yeah. So I felt bad, and, like, I didn't want, selfishly, I didn't want to feel the guilt. So I'm like, well, I'll just leave it over there. <laughs> That's my.
2: Just put that box in the storage unit.
0: So I'm sorry, Dylan. It's okay.
1: Yeah.
2: No, Legitimately,
0: I- though, I'm making a face that says I'm being sarcastic, but. I mean that was shitty. No, and it's good. Like-
1: Realistically, I mean, like, I think it's ho- probably hopefully that when you listen to the podcast, you, like, you learn my personality to a point and realize that, like, I never had any of it. Like, I never had anger. Like, there wasn't like I could. I grew up really early. Like, mm-hmm. I I turned into adult really early, and I still have very childish tendencies, um, like grapefruit stuff. And uh... <laughs> but <laughs> I'll just be over here with my grapefruit. <laughs> yeah. But it's – there wasn't that thing. Like, it's like I kind of learned that, like, I'd rather just love everything than hate anything. Like, and so, like, realizing, like, oh, that sucks. But, like, I was felt so profitable still in that transaction. Like, the return on my investment was high. Mm-hmm. Like, I got um, more than enough from that relationship to, like, satiate me for a while until possibly never – Hang out with you or spending time with you ever again. Like I had learned enough in my time and like earned enough, like gathered enough love that like once I got to that point, I wasn't like I never felt like I lost anything. Like I wasn't like fuck, you know. Like uh, definitely, I could have gained more. Like mm-hmm. if there, like that relationship was still there, but I never felt like you took this away from me. Right. Because like I feel like I provided you a service in the time that we were friends. Right. So, like, I feel for, like, a long time, I got to be, like, it took a long time for me to get to that point where it was, like, you were comfortable talking to me about your childhood and talking to me about, like, what was, like, uh, going on in your brain and how you process feelings. And, like, I felt privileged to get to that point. And so, like, once I, like, was out of it, I was, like, I'm still better than all these other fuckers. Because
0: <laughs> I am a old hearted bitch.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. 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 Yeah, totally. 100%, sure. 100% yes. definitely. 15 flavors. 15, um, <laughs> Yeah, um, but, I mean, like, it's still difficult, and it's, like, still my ego wants to be, like, milked to a point, like, where it's, like, like... How much did it that's hurt That's a weird fucking home? term. Just <laughs> <laughs> fucking milk me, dude. Um, <laughs> just do it. Just fucking milk me! Um, but, like, that's... that we all have ego like there's there's that point in you that you're just like how much did i matter and it's like i'm not trying to prod for that but it's just like i don't i want to understand because people have to do this in their life people have to separate relationships and like realizing that you did process loss in the same way like it's similar to death and it's like it's almost worse in a way that's like you because they're still there yeah, yeah they're there and you can see them but it's just like there's a wall and you just can't have that and so um it was like I mean I definitely like, I creeped your Instagram heavy for like a long time like forever like still did <laughs> up until recently like now, was like now okay, I actually hit the request. follow button so now she knows but before the-
0: <laughs> just type in her well it's name. like I just didn't
1: want to take the, I didn't want to step over your life I didn't want to be like I didn't know how much like, hey I'm coming back to be there yeah and like now that she came up here I was like bitch I'm here like, like <laughs> this is happening yeah um you but because like. Happen yeah dude i 'm fucking i 'm the most retrieval dog on the planet <laughs> um but it 's just like it it 's important for me to have like those relationships are the thing that made me into who I am like the the friendships with people like family did taught me a lot of stuff, but mostly they taught me positives through negatives for um, sure. but family
2: like a, taught me a whole lot of what not to do yeah
1: yeah yeah that's mostly what i mean it 's just like they mostly taught me yeah positives through negatives like yeah. they just like taint you in a way that you're like i don't want it to deal with that taint. that between balls butthole thing that taint <laughs> but uh <laughs> um god damn it <laughs> oh, <fucker>. but, um, <laughs> <laughs> children we are oh, children fuck but, uh, I've just lost my fucking complete train of thought <laughs>
2: relationships, but like yeah like,
1: um, yeah, how important those like friendships are, and how how exciting those those are, and what they taught me It's like there's you guys you had like specifically m- uniquely to anyone in my life, you had multiple stages of like teaching me things there was like a parent ish mm-hmm. relationship, and then there was like a friendship relationship that matured past that once like you. Like you have the walls that you build, you know, Mm -hmm. and so you built the wall of I'm a child Mm -hmm. around and like I acted like a child in certain ways. But then after a while, you realized how capable I was of learning how to be an adult. Mm -hmm. And then you treated me like an adult. And then that's when like friendship started to when fetch happened. That was when (laughs)
0: fetch fetch actually happened.
1: (laughs) But, uh, that was like an exciting thing. Like, what was like, what are those markers that like enabled that difference? Like what was, uh,
0: for the walls to, for,
1: yeah, to be like, tumble. okay, I guess I'll hang out with this motherfucker. Like, I think that's just time. Isn't for it? sure.
0: It's time. It's, yeah. I'm a big on <clears throat> my love language is acts of service, <laughs> but like I accept love in the form of just being there and being a presence and not, yeah.
2: um, Oh, and, so me joining the army was like a big old fuck you
0: giant fuck you. <laughs> And, like, the like consistency, like, I need to be continually shown, like, I'm not going anywhere. It's yeah. that whole abandonment issue um, creeping in. do i
1: like a perfect friend for you. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, yeah, no, it's just constantly being there and being a presence and being involved and listening and, and uh, being accepting and not judging and being a good person and not. Wavering from that Because the second Somebody shows that Level of like I may not stay Then I have to like I instantly It's a disconnect Like you're not Going to stay Fuck off Like it happened With you It happened You know That feeling of, of You know With Sean mm-hmm. um Is he going to stay Is he not going to stay Am I good enough Am I not good enough Once that Those feelings creep in It's, it's I'm, I'm out Like yeah. I can't I, and sp- Those are really hard Feelings to come back from So even like Talking to you again Like well Am I going to is this going? To, is this going to be like a friendship reblossomed? Is this just like a uh, short time thing? Like, is? Can, oh no, it's for life. Oh, it's for life. You can't, blood and blood, can't out, her like her you again. said.
1: it, I shut her down quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Um,
1: I sent her like a long text just after she started listening to the podcast, and like like a big. I do the sappy text to everyone. Yeah. Like I text you on my friend's birthdays. I do it. Like some of them, I do it. on publicly some of them i send them just texts i do it after i hang out with people but it's like there's there's it's so important to me like the people that i know and so yeah i guess i i was just like that like oh like the door opened and then just floodgates (laughs)
3: hello i'm here
1: i didn't and and the thing is like luckily i have the personality that just fits that key that you're talking about Mm -hmm. is like um i didn't know like i don't know that you're like that it was like, how do I get past abandonment issues, you know? It mm-hmm. was just like, that's just who, how I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a way, you guys made that way. Just because, like, you guys were, like, that the, Moses was floating down the river. I'm fucking Moses. I parted <laughs> the Red Sea. And then you guys were the people that picked me in my basket up. the basket, a <laughs> well, baby
2: basket.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
2: gotta piss. Go pee. I feel it bad leaving in like the lull of the conversation. No, like,
1: Bye, Felicia. Oh, the lulls please. happen when you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I got to piss. I know I do that. That's while. how you lull is by telling people you have to go pee instead of just disappearing and we'll just keep talking. <laughs> well, I felt like I had to
2: say something because there was a <laughs> Good, giant dude. fucking
1: pause, and I was like, "Okay, well, no, it's fine. I'm sure I'll come up with more bullshit to, sure to talk about." Too. Yeah, just milk grapefruit. My, I got yeah grapefruit and milking and fucking Baskin Robbins and all Mouse that sounds. stuff, man. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's it's exciting. I mean, like, is that um. I don't want to like. I I hope that like rekindling friendship doesn't come in the way that you're like. God, now I gotta take care of this fucking guy. You know. <laughs>
0: no, and I feel like when when we like when I would look at your Instagram and like see all these things that you're doing in your life and like I said in the message back to you like I'm so proud of who you've become like I don't feel like your mother but I feel like I mothered you Mm -hmm. in a way like I'm super proud of who you've become and all the things you've accomplished and you've become a full grown human being who's Mm -hmm. awesome so I'm proud of you and I I don't know you're just great Thank you. Well, that's all I Appreciate got. It. Keep now. going. Please. <laughs> please, can you continue stroking my <laughs> ego? <clears throat> but no, I don't feel like I have to take care of you. I don't feel like I, I need to. It's like, oh, fucking Christ. Okay, here we go.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. No, I'm excited about it.
1: Yeah. It's pretty We're fun. We're doing and it. Sweet. You're in. Squad. Squad. Nice. No, you got to come back.
0: Oh, the Mexican food is calling my name. I'll take
1: you to Tacos Fantas right after this. All,
0: all right, right, we got to do it. I'm so full from pizza. Please 10. don't. Yeah.
1: I'm, 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 I was about to be like, I'm so full from And then I was like, I haven't eaten in like six hours. So
0: Not no, true. You no. ate cupcakes. But what that was, that was at
1: twelve thirty. What time is it now? It's probably about six hours. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm.
1: seven fifty four. So yeah, shit. It's been a while. Um,
0: Do you want another cupcake? I have one. No
1: fucking thank you. <laughs> I felt like dog shit after that, man. Like it kicked me. I haven't been. My body processes carbs pretty good. I've noticed like throughout the keto thing. Like even when I go off, it's which has only been like um, even when under ten times cauliflower fucking crust that. Fuck is, you, mod. God damn it. Uh! Um, Still mad. Full carbs, dude. So he's gonna be mad. I'll never the forgive he them. That. He's the gonna only... be on his fucking deathbed. Fuck
0: Mod Pizza.
1: If they would have like <laughs> Be friends with me before, then maybe I would have like forgave really
0: <laughs> Um I have a question. Yes. How different is it for you seeing Gideon <clears throat> when you do? It's time passes. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of? Is it super fucking weird to like see his stages be so dramatic? Because for me, they're gradual, and he changes. Mm-hmm. Day to, he changes every single day. But, like, they're not so drastic for me. So is it...
2: Not really, because he's still a kid. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be weird when he goes from being a kid to all of a sudden he's got a job and shit. Yeah. But hopefully I can drag Your guys' asses back up to Washington <laughs> Before that happens He was no. just talking
0: about that I The Mexican food, I just I, I can't leave it can't
1: Oh, shut the it. fuck <laughs> up My friendship is so much better Than fucking Mexican food I don't My know. friendship is way Jesus. better in person Than it is on the fucking phone, too Jesus Christ
2: <laughs> um, But no um, For the early No, because I've kind of seen him Enough sporadically in the stages to where he kind of, I don't know, he's maintained this steady cycle, and you've been really good about sharing milestones and mm-hmm. shit as they happen. So it's like, oh, I'll just pick up where we left off. Like, it's not super hard. And then eventually I got better about, like, actually making contact with him mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. often. Um,. Even though lately has been kind of shitty, but
0: I mean we so, don't have a PlayStation, so yeah. And whatever. he loathes talking on the phone.
2: Yeah, not a good
0: phone talker. We
2: just got to get a switch. We got to get a switch. Um, yeah. It's a podcast or switch to business expense. Super Smash Bros. <laughs> yeah, I want to switch anyway because I want to play Zelda, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to steal Gideon's when he goes to sleep. <laughs> no, it hasn't been weird. Um, like I said, I think it will be in these later stages. Like. Um, once his voice starts to drop and shit oh, no. like that, like that's going to be the weird shit, but I feel like hey, that'd God. be weird.
0: <laughs> hello, Aaron. Well,
2: hello, Aaron. I feel like that'd be weird even if I was Give there Do you have any kind day. bars? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, that'll be weird for me. The first time his voice yeah. cracks,
2: it's, I'm just going like, to cry
0: myself to sleep.
1: That's just going to be weird anyway, but... No, it's. Then you're just MILF energy goes up higher. Because <laughs> then he's like more adult, and you're just like, superpowers gain!
0: <laughs>
1: God damn it. Um,
0: I really hope I get large and fat so I, he doesn't, I don't ever want him to be the kid with the hot mom. We well, better
2: tonight. stop running and go back to the Tina 2. The Tina 2!
0: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that joke. Uh, I got on a real big donut. Binder after after Jack Jack died and uh, oh yeah
1: that's a real fucking way to process emotion is yeah. eating
0: and I had not one but two big ass thick three C's three as you C's said.
1: she thick
0: <laughs> <laughs> maple bars mm-hmm. every single day so much so two that my coworkers nicknamed me the Tina Two.
1: Damn, son
2: <laughs> She had a food nickname That's a t-shirt <laughs> The <laughs> <And> Tina 2 <laughs> we go on Tina 2 on a t-shirt
0: It was even worse When my coworker We had a pumpkin decorating contest Like fake pumpkin And she comes in And it's behind her back And she goes My pumpkin is decorated In honor of Tina 2 And she pulls out a pumpkin That is painted Like a motherfucking donut Jesus oh, Christ
1: wow So that was
2: your that wake was
0: up a, call? That was a turning point So
1: did you get a maple bar tattoo To like <laughs> I think you should
3: that
0: part <laughs> I think you life? should just like right behind my ear
1: <laughs> We can all do a squad tattoo I'll get a fucking maple bar it was a
0: it was a time in my life (laughs) and here we are (laughs) and then there was weight watchers and then there was
1: did that work for sure yeah
0: you just can't like look at her motherfucker. She's in
1: shape. Well,
2: I mean, like, was it Weight Watchers that did it, or was it you just saying I'm not fucking around anymore? And well, I'm I mean, it was definitely the,
0: the stopping of the, the donuts, yeah. and the math action.
1: Uh, <laughs> math.
0: Um, no more donuts. See, you're just because-
1: no. I was about to make a really bad joke. But I'm done. <laughs> nope, stop, <laughs> no, stop. No, do me it now. Go, stop. Go. No, go. Go. No, I Bye. love my mother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope. So. Anyways, um, no more donuts, I uh, cut soda out, and then the Weight Watchers helps a ton. Oh, okay. Because you can save all your points for like, a, you would save it all for a donut, but that's your whole week's worth of points in yeah. one donut, which is delicious, but... Not worth it. Big fan of the picky plate, small foods, hmm. also stress from my job means I'm not eating, so that also
2: oh, helps. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then running on top of that, you're just burning through shit that you didn't eat.
0: Mm-hmm. Which just- mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All super healthy. Yeah, where
1: did that where did that become like a thing? Because like you and physical activity were not friends. Yeah. No. That's Don't really
0: fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> um no, it was just uh I need to exercise some demons. And <laughs> running helps with that a lot. Yeah. Whenever I'm mad or like I'll come home from work and I've been in a car for three hours a day and then I work at my job that is incredibly stressful. And then it's like, oh shit, I still have to make Gideon's lunch for tomorrow and figure out dinner and figure out my life and do laundry and work from home and Wake up in four hours. I think I'll just run in time, not angry anymore. Yeah, mm. that's a fucking
1: smart ass way to process your emotions, though.
0: Because then you're too tired to be mad. You just come home, and you're like, all right, let's get shit done. And now you got good, that
1: sweet endorphin high.
2: You're mm-hmm. like, it's
0: not yeah. as good
1: a way as two maple bars, but
0: it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I miss <the> maple bars. <laughs>
1: They were uh, delicious. Yeah, they shit. were, and they
0: were even like shitty gas station donuts.
1: Oh. Damn, like Seven Eleven, Circle K. Oh, oh yeah, you guys got those. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got the
2: big Circle K chain down there. I want
1: to, um, I want to take some more steps back, um, <laughs> back to the donuts and. Um, bathrooms and all the junk food. But no, um I want to talk about me and how much you love me again. No, no, no. I want to talk about like how you got to the point where you could do that. Like uh, I mean like of course, yeah, it is about me slightly, but I think you know in a, in a in a way that it's it's about the way that you have relationships with people in general. And so it's like how do you get from the point that like dark childhood turns into <clears throat> give love like how do you figure that out because I don't really know exactly where I think I learned it from you Mm -hmm. like I learned it from you guys like me and Aaron were best friends But you were like A phantom Giving me love Like mm-hmm. that was weird As fuck to me I was just like Cause it was a non Yeah it, An outsider it didn't, it didn't make any sense You weren't forced in any way mm-hmm. Like other than the way That he was like Hey can we have I even think like When the moving in with you guys Was probably your choice mm-hmm. Cause like I was spending time with you guys And me and Aaron Were hanging you out were a babysitting lot babysitting And then you were month, like well, right? That was a long time before No that oh, was way okay. before And then like after that We started hanging out more And I would come around weekends And then that's when I like Oh, I think I kind of like pulled myself in. I invited myself in a way that I, <laughs>
0: I'm i just going to be here. Well, no, no, you I, talk me. I showed, showed
1: up enough that you were sad when I wasn't there on the weekends. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you were like, why haven't I seen you in a few weeks? And I was like, e-. <laughs> <laughs> they like me. Got yeah. <laughs> Grappling hooks do work.
0: Um, how do I, how did I process a shit childhood into loving people? I feel like, um, having the person that you're, you know, is like you're so your mom is supposed to love you no matter what, always unconditionally be there for you, love you, take care of you,
2: and give you plenty of topics to talk about in therapy.
0: So many <laughs> topics.
1: Is it is is it a way that you did so you found one didn't you?
0: A person to love you f- me?
1: No, you found a person just like I did, didn't you? Because it was your friend's mother, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So well,
0: yeah, because that's the Brian's, one of the tattoos on my back. Well, the, yeah, the Henrys.
2: The Henrys. Yeah.
0: There was. I found someone who. Accepted me into their home and took care of me when I left, at, when I was still in high school and I moved out suddenly. And they're like, well, I'm, cou- I'm couch surfing. They're like, no, like, you need to be taking, like, you're still a fucking child. Yeah. Like, took me in, took care of me, make sure I had everything I needed, gave me unconditional love, being literally an ex-boyfriend's mom. Like, not even with her kid anymore. Like, you need this from me and I'm going to give it to you. And hers was more from, I think, a Christian standpoint.
2: Hmm. Like a true Christian standpoint. Right, but like,
0: a, I... I'm doing this out of self-love. I don't expect anything from you. You're a child and you've been abandoned, yeah. essentially. And you need this from me. So I had that from someone to show me that, like, this is how you treat people. And you don't give up on them. And when, they're, when, you, they, need you, when they need you, you be there. So I had that from them. And then it just kind of carries over into how do I... I never want to make someone or let someone or have someone be around me feel like they don't matter and that I don't see them and hear them and love them. So it it heals me in that I'm still, I know that I'm still capable of giving that love, even though I didn't receive Selfish
1: it. Selfish selflessness hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to finish that t-shirt.
0: So yeah, like that person, that family showed me that. And then I was able to carry that over into even, I mean, even all the f- high school friends I had to like, help me like pack my shit and move out. Like those people didn't need to do that. Like, mm-hmm. so I've always had people in my life that showed me that love that I wasn't getting from home And it just kind of carried over into how can I make, how can I do that for other people? How can I show people the love that I didn't get and that transferred into you and all of the... Broken little people that have come into my life since then. Yeah,
2: yeah, we did gather quite a few broken little Mother people right of first. God.
1: Thanks, Ecstasy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Who's your, I'm the most successful project, though, right? Yeah, for sure, <laughs> though.
0: first, I think for sure. Yeah, sure. For sure. <laughs> woo, we did it, guys. <laughs> we made. Now it. we got a podcast. <laughs> 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 no, so I think it's. God I damn. think honestly, I think people who have a hard childhood have it. I mean, obviously they have, not a leg everybody. Up. they have a leg up on giving not so much accepting love. Cause I still have a horrific time with that, yeah. but the giving of the love that seeking to give people what you didn't have. Like, I think yeah. that when you have a shitty childhood or you have abandonment issues, like you want to give that love so much more.
2: So that somebody doesn't feel the way that you right.
0: felt, which yeah. I think is part of what makes me, I mean, on a scale of one to 10, I'm saying about a seven on the mom scale, um, giving him that love and like making sure that he knows that like, he could fucking murder a dude yeah. and I'm, gonna, You're gonna, bury the I'm gonna beat the shit out of him, but I'm gonna be there. And yeah. it doesn't matter what happens in his life. Like, I hope that he never has to question, like, well, is my mom still gonna be around or is my mom gonna love me? Or that's really all that matters. If I can succeed in that, I'm good. Yeah. So,
1: how, how does someone who lives a one way street cha- like figure out how to use the other lane? Like, how do you, like, how does someone who gives a shitload of love figure out how to accept it? therapy
0: therapy yep (laughs) talking i mean and therapy even in the form of things that aren't necessarily considered by some to be therapeutic which is ecstasy and like doing drugs and And
2: the mushrooms and and the the, mushrooms and well hopefully mdma will be an approved therapy here soon let's get it going we saw that shit fucking firsthand with our own little therapy sessions like that's That's how we started. I don't know if you know this, but that's how we started dating was through doing a whole bunch of ecstasy and like airing out all the dirty laundry like right away and just accepting it right there. So like we knew the darkest, deepest corners before we even got together, Mm -hmm. Mm. and it was just through MDMA because it makes you feel safe to talk about anything.
1: Yeah,
0: but I don't think that you ever really get over abandonment issues. I think you have to. It's a constant. Using the other lane is a constant struggle. It's constant, a battle of, am I giving enough? It took me multiple
1: years to get in.
2: Yeah, like, am it I took giving me... enough?
0: Am I showing enough? Am I yeah. worthy? Am I, I think it has a lot to do with self-worth, and that's a constant struggle.
2: Yeah, I still don't, like, I don't think I'm capable of using either lane sometimes. Like, I just shut down a lot. Like, that's what I do. I just shut the fuck down. Like, I won't do anything
0: I will sit here until <laughs> someone puts me in a lane.
2: Pretty much, and even then, I'll be like, "No, nah, bro, I don't want to go in that lane." I'm like I don't like mm, that lane, fuck like you. He fights um, me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I have, tr- like, I'll know that it's the right thing to do to be like, "Hey, you're cool. Like, I like you. Whatever, you're a good person." Like, I have problems giving love, and then I have even bigger problems accepting it because I, I was like weirded so that fuck
1: out one day you came upstairs and this is on the same topic. Yeah. You came upstairs and you walked into the, like the kitchen and you gave me a hug without me instigating. I was like, <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Oh yeah. I was having a really
2: good day. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm in Spanish. laughs>
1: yeah. Um,
2: but it's, I don't know. I think I just get locked inside myself too often. Mm-hmm. I like of happen. Yeah. I, and to where the roads don't even exist, like it's not a matter of wanting to; it's just that they're not there. Yeah,
1: which is shitty, but
2: that's just who I am. Probably who I'm, you I'm are the, right now? Right I'm now, the best
1: yeah. at it with people who are other than the people who's most important. Like I feel like it's harder sometimes with like my relationship with Chels to be as open than it is with other people. Like because there's more expectation there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's more that I need to do, and so it's harder sometimes. Yeah, But it's like with you guys, it's always been really easy. Like, um, it doesn't like, well, we also like accepted you at a super low point.
2: Yeah. So that's like, Yeah. I feel like being accepted by somebody at a low point kind of solidifies that relationship at that stage in life to where you already know that you're accepted at that low point. So nothing can really get any worse. So yeah. you just let it all out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for in the, in a way that I'm, like, I'm growing in a way to be, like, to show you guys, like, I can do better. Like, I mean, like, you like that guy, but this guy's going to be way. <laughs> this guy is, but <laughs> it is in a way. It's, like, it is, like, I mean, like, I'm not to say that all the things I've been doing were in hopes that I'd be friends with you once again. But it's, like, it is, like, in a way with all friendships, it's, like, yeah. I want people to be, like, I got to know that guy at yeah. some point. Like, mm-hmm. I do, like, I d- talked about this on the podcast. Like, I care how many people are sad at my funeral? Like, I don't want them to be sad, but I care about how many people get the invitation and actually go. Like, I, like, I. Do you I,
0: send out invites for funerals? I
1: probably. I without,
0: think you do. do I think it's just like
1: a notice, like, oh. "Hey, this person died." Facebook invite, dude. Okay. <laughs> Party, <laughs> but I, like, that matters to me. Like, yeah. uh, that's my ego, of course. But mm-hmm. um, it, it does. not because I, I want to be impactful to people. I want to like, Im- I want to bring. Like betterment to people. I don't want to be a slouch. I don't want to be a leech in people's life. I only I want to be like that sugar pot that like the hummingbirds go to. Like, cause mm-hmm. everyone's beautiful to me. I want them to be able to come to me for Trying fuel. Honey,
2: dick the world. Yeah, dude, for real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, like, I I do notice that with you is like you uh, you have. You do the identity thing that depressive people do, but in a different way with other things. Like, where you go, like, I'm not funny, and I don't do this thing, and I don't... You, well, do, it's not, you do that in When some I ways, say that too. I'm not funny, I'm, it's more in comparison
2: to your method of funny. Yeah. Like, I know that I have the ability to be funny, but it's not something that I strive to do. And that's what I mean when sure. I say that I'm not no, funny. Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: I don't... I just like being alone sometimes. Oh, like, for sure. It, and... I think it, like, I, I, it's, like, it's been a nice thing. It's, it's It took some time for me to learn to give you more space, yeah. so, but there has been a lot more. And I feel like there's more. I let you instigate uh, interaction more mm-hmm. as time goes on, too. It's, like, I, there's a lot more of the, I can hear the stairs coming upstairs, and you, like, peeking your head at <laughs> and being like, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, guy, I want to be friends now. Like, I <laughs> notice that more.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm also... Well, I'm into, I've, I've, I'm a lot happier lately, too. Yeah. Just because, one, it's getting warmer, so fuck yeah, vitamin D. And two, the snowboarding shit helped out a fuck ton. And, yeah, I'm finally, like, in a spot to where I don't feel, like, that hopelessness that was hanging around for a while. Because, I, I mean, fuck, for the first couple of months that I was here, it was still fresh after the divorce yeah. and, like...
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real dark shit. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of um what kind of feelings were you processing in the lead up to like spending time with us like this last couple of days ago? Well, I surely didn't anticipate
0: ago. sleeping on your couch. <laughs> uh,
1: I offered so, you the garage bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> couch is very comfortable.
1: Yeah.
0: A lot of dog hair. Um so I didn't anticipate it being this involved, but mm. definitely like not I mean I talked to you semi yeah like every couple weeks um obviously only in the last like couple weeks via instagram or whatever but so there was some nervousness and like how have i changed how have they changed is this awkward is it not awkward i don't feel very awkward but maybe they feel awkward i don't know yeah um so just like a little bit of nervousness but ultimately like like seeing you guys in the airport and being like whoa dylan you don't even look like the same fucking human being anymore (laughs) and then And then like, no,
1: dude, last time she saw me, I was in good shape. This uh, time I'm like, eh, we're getting there. Um,
0: uh, and then getting in the car and it was kind of like, there was like a thumb twiddling. Like, this is awkward. It's but hard then, to
1: talk to people who are behind you. Also
0: yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> but then like once the conversation got going, it's not, it's not like I never left, but also it's not like I'm totally foreign. Like you, it's still, yeah. once it got going, it was fine. Also Gideon is great comedic relief. Yeah. So he's like a good buffer. Yeah. Um but it was definitely I had more nerves walking up to you guys and being like, Oh, I'm in the airport and I'm gonna see him, it's gonna be weird. <laughs> and then it was almost immediately fine once we got in the car.
1: Yeah. Look good. Was there like a like the the you talked about like the guilt of like distancing yourself from us and like from other people as like w- were like were any of those emotions like lifted quickly after that or were those like not a thought in that happening too? I feel like those went away a while ago. Then, Probably.
2: Yeah, they? I think we've I processed seen each other the guilt. a couple of times since the initial split.
0: I mean, it was I felt real guilty dropping getting off to you when Sean and I came. Here? One of those exchanges, yeah. Oh, like dropping yeah. him off
2: somewhere else. Well was that like, was still semi fresh.
0: Here he goes. Sean over here. This is not for <laughs> him. Um yeah. and then I saw you briefly. It was like, hey, that's uh, Dylan. What's going uh, on? We lost a camera. When was that? Paralyte. When was that? That
2: was that was I that don't even remember fuck. seeing you. That at was all. when I was I had, still
1: in the army.
0: I had super bright pink hair. That's I was, was still I really in the army. I was
1: here on Break. Yeah, I, I remember, but I, I, I don't feel like, feel like I saw.
2: I
0: think you, you were outside for a second.
1: Maybe. You might have been outside with Gideon,
0: because Sean Hannah met you. He shook your hand.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe this. I think this is where your mom was staying with that guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Down and, in Linwood, and then you drove into the driveway. I think probably, but I don't think we had like an exchange. We didn't,
0: and, all. and that yeah. that made it even more awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <Yeah.
3: laughs> she doesn't <Hey>. want
1: me. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: no happens. ice cream for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did. I mean, you just can't. I mean, that was seven years ago. Like you can't hold on to the guilt forever. And I think seeing you, like you weren't wilting away without me. I
1: could have made him better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You weren't wilting away and depressed. So it's not like, like you were doing fine. Like you did find like part of me too, accepts that like some relationships, you get what you get out of it. And then that, is the natural end of it Yeah So if that was If what I showed you Which was You know A mothering side And like love And that you're worthy of love And you're gonna be okay Like I would've been fine If like we didn't ever talk again Cause just like you said Like I know I gave you A little bit of that So if we didn't ever talk again I'd be like well I was there when he needed me And that's great
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't mean to be like For people who are listening To be like re- It is like self-centered For me to like talk about A lot of these <laughs> things Realistic How do you feel about me? But it, it It's they're like there's like seven relationships like no there's probably like 15 but there's like these there's a ranking of relationships in a way that like i don't want to put friendships into hierarchies like to be but like a you're better than this one but <laughs> they are my
0: space top five <laughs>
1: some people got lucky enough to meet me when i was super fucked like you know like when i was at my lowest and so those people t- typically have like the biggest effect on yeah. so like it is like it's it's, it's it's a huge, it's a very, like, it's so fucking cool to be able to, like, be f- friends again. Mm-hmm. To be able to, like, squad up and drive around in the car. Like, when we were fucking just driving in traffic yesterday, and you're like, I feel so bad for driving in traffic. I was like, I'm sitting in a car with <laughs> one of my best friends on the planet who I haven't seen for seven years. Like, this is incredible. Like, it's so much fun. Like, I love you so much. And to be able to, like, be sharing that love and with words instead of Text me message. fucking... Tracking your Instagram, <laughs> it's it's fucking cool. Like I I want, I, I feel like I'm, my personality is is huge. I, I'm very loud. Like I have like a, I have big. I'm a big... I take up a lot of space in a fucking room. <laughs> and so to, like, people who are okay with it, like, fully, and who are like, yeah, you fucking go, is you cool. Because I even ignore this fucking guy all the time.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> I know. I say it, and it still hurts my feelings when he knocks. Like, I know. <laughs> I'm processing
2: these feelings. <laughs> it can't be helped. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> who I am. Well,
0: I get
1: annoyed
2: with everyone.
0: Well, it's okay. I mean, I feel like both of you, like... You don't know all the details that he does Because I did a lot more drugs with him But
2: Yeah, we did drugs
0: We did drugs well. uh, <laughs> But I feel like both of you know me From who I was three people ago Because I feel like
3: yeah. You're
0: always changing You're always becoming a different person And to be able to connect with people And still be involved And like be friends Or essentially still squad, squad, uh, squad, squad. With people that have known you Throughout so many different stages Like we were children Yeah And we, we raised a child a And then we had this Child, yeah. we had that child before we had that child, yeah. So, you're number one.
1: I'm an adult, now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, I was post Gideon, you
1: had like, you, were you didn't take me on until after Gideon. That's like, true. You started
0: hanging around the apartment though, because yeah, but that was like that was
1: so. I got slightly in during babysitting because you were like, This is one of the kids I babysit, but like, I don't actually babysit him. He kind of hangs out with me while yeah. I babysit mm-hmm. the other ones, and so I got to hang out a little bit, but like, really, it happened a while Post after Gideon. Gideon was probably almost one about he might have been 1 years old um one year old when i started hanging out cuz i remember i came over and like the one of the first nights me and Aaron started hanging out again we watched archer the tv show mm-hmm. that i'm obsessed with now but like i wasn't a fan then and then we played borderlands all night one night and like uh the we
0: goddamn video games
1: <laughs> yeah and then like <laughs> i i started to hang out over there every few weekends and like my family was and then he just didn't leave <laughs>
0: And there he was Yeah
1: And then shit was Well it was like It was so weird Because it was literally On a timeline of Things imploded at my house The very next second Like I was with you guys mm-hmm. yeah. Like there was no Nothing There was no debating There was no thought process Of what's gonna happen You guys were like I'm taking care of you With my money With my time With my love With everything You guys were fucking children <laughs> <laughs> and you took, like, an almost adult to take care of. <laughs> I was, like, 16 years old, and you guys were, like, 20-something? 20, 20 22? 80, I th- you were definitely, like, 22. I think maybe 22-ish. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, you guys were, like, uh, that's okay. three-quarters my age. I'll just take him. <laughs> I got this. You guys got the shittiest rescue dog in the fucking pound, and you guys were just, like, <laughs> let's make him cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> And then you put me through thousands of dollars worth of fucking obedience training, and I'm kind of okay.
2: God damn it! But it's paid off because now I got a place to live. So I mean, look at yeah. how that worked it's out.
1: Dope. <laughs> Pays me. You're fine. <laughs> Even if he was like, bro, I can't pay. I'd be like, just stay, cause I love you.
4: <laughs> don't leave Grab me. me.
1: Yeah, he's gonna be like, Dylan, I'm looking for a new place. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. But don't. I could put Marvel down there or something. <laughs> do you want like, uh, you want to not pay for Wi-Fi? Uh, yeah, that's. I'll do that you if you Wi-Fi? want. Oh, do
2: you shit. want the
1: premium Netflix?
2: I have the premium Netflix. I got that 4K. <laughs> Even though they jumped the price up to like 16 bucks a month now. Yeah. Fuckers. Um. So, what do you think is, like, the cornerstone of not being a dick to each other? Like, how do you think we got there?
3: Because
2: I don't think we ever really went through a phase of being assholes to each other, did we?
0: I don't did think Did we have so.
2: asshole exchanges?
0: Well, I mean, I yelled at you with a shitter Well, yeah, pot.
2: but that was because I was being a fucking dick, but...
0: Um, that I don't was,
2: like, a tough love thing, like, hey your kid needs you or not at all. Right. So
0: I had that conversation with your mother too. Yeah. Um, I think, no, we didn't really, we weren't dicks to each other. I think kind of, like I said earlier in the car when we hashed out most of the shit we're going to talk about, uh, it's just realizing that like you got in relationships with a person because you liked them, you liked who they are, you thought they were a good person and being a dick to them isn't going to help you. It's not, it's not necessary. They're not a bad person. You don't need to treat them like shit. You don't need to yell at them or make them feel bad. Ultimately whatever's happening, like they're still a good person, whether they're making bad choices or making less than stellar choices, like you have to remember that like you got with them because you knew that they were a good person at one point and they're still that person. Mm -hmm. So it makes it easier to not be dicks to each other. Yeah. And like being someone from trauma, like you know, like people have to take their time and do it their way. Yeah. And pushing them out and making them feel like shit is just gonna make it worse. (laughs) So maybe don't do that. Yeah. So I wasn't a dick to you. Or tried not to be.
2: Sweet. I appreciate it
0: <laughs> you're welcome
2: um i feel like that's so like our relationship is so goddamn unique like and i hear it all the time from people who's like man it's really cool that you and your fucking your kid's mom don't yell at each other or argue about this and that and all this shit and like i ex- I'm so grateful that we don't have that dramatic aspect mm-hmm. of shit. Like,
0: not calling you up. Where's my fucking money? Yeah. Not going to do that.
2: Yeah. I don't understand that. But I guess maybe that stems from people not being able to do their share or they're too busy, like, being a shithead to not do that part, I guess.
1: You guys are focused on building yourselves. So it's like yeah. if you've built yourself to a certain extent. You realize like, all the things that you do are derived from yourself, not from how others are doing things. Yeah. Like, every action that you have is based on who you are, not based on what other person's is doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you can be introspective to a point. Like People who go through trauma are forced to learn these things. Like, yeah. You go through really fucked up stuff and you learn a lot of things from them and they suck don 't be happy that they happened, but like in a way, they taught you things that other people don 't get to learn mm-hmm. and so true. you guys had to learn like that the emotions that you have you're you're in charge of them you 're the one that gets to deal with them, and so the more that you throw out the bad ones, the more that you are just bad throwing mm-hmm. out the bad ones like, yeah. like it doesn 't make you the good guy because you're the yoda one yoda doesn 't give shit. out anger like he yeah. only gives out wisdom you know like so like if you're a wise person give out wisdom like if you're a loving person you give out love if you're a hateful person like or if you're angry at yourself you're gonna give anger to other people but if you figure out like that happy medium of like how you feel about yourself you realize that's how you treat other people and we all falter there's all Mm -hmm. there's always times where you're just frustrated and you you're yelling before you your brain gets to process the things that you're going and then you're like oh fuck
2: why am I yelling
1: I could have wrote a letter but I decided to start yelling and then there's There's things like, and and then there's that, those people have to deal with that emotion uh, on top of the message. And so then everything gets convoluted. But instead you guys like have gotten to the point where you're uh, able to process each other's thought process on yourself. Like you're, within your own self and then when you give it to other people it's clearer it's more concise it's more filled with love it's more filled with the fact that you have years and years of experience of love with each other um like both intimate and friendly and like there's a child backing the thing and there's like there's there's thousands of hours of laughter and there's there's so many things that were a part of these relationships that like you you can like if you even just think about like 15 minutes of those things, it makes all the anger that you have a lot less mm-hmm. yeah. because of those things like laughter and anger are like, they're Opposites. very different, but like they happen together a lot and they, they like they're when you can like process them through the eyes of the other, it becomes a lot more like realistic, like the way that you see things. And the way that you see that you're just poisoning your own drink when you're poisoning someone else's drink. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you still have to process those thoughts. Like when I say stupid shit on the podcast, I think about it <laughs> after and I'm like, fuck. Why does it like so many times? <laughs> Why do I talk about myself the whole fucking time on the Christina podcast? <laughs> so what do you think about me? You? No, I'm just, I'm
2: being you. Oh.
1: I think you're pretty fucking swell. Oh, thanks. I was telling Christina yesterday, and then you got uncomfortable, and you're like, "I gotta go to the vape shop." But uh, I was like, <laughs> well, "I had to go to the vape shop because I was, I was out kidding. of fucking shoes. But okay, uh, I have shit to do. I have a life.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <coughs> He's so himself. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm fully, we get it, Aaron. You're an individual, I'm <laughs>
2: fully myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's different because like the way that like. I've always felt more comfortable talking intimately with females like it just, oh, it's just yeah. like being more open 100%. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at it with guys, but uh it's it's easier to talk like staring into his eyes and telling him how much I love him <laughs> will make him really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Me I'll be like, "Oh, I don't give a shit" cuz I just choke down dicks and I don't <laughs> care. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's more
2: so because I just have a problem accepting love yeah. in
1: general. Um, yeah, but I think, mm-hmm. like, there's there's times and I've seen growth through it. And it's like, so I choose to show you my love in forms of action and and, and time around you. Whereas, yeah. like, with her, she's, like, in her head. I'll push it through her head. You're really emotional. Like, you. Yeah. you're, like, a very, very, like empathic type person like it it's all like vibe matters a lot the way you say things matter a lot um and so like the dealing with the waters with you is a lot different and i have to do it a lot slower than with her i could just look at her and tell her and she'll process it and she'll go like oh but like really inside she's like oh that was like a a, a, that was a real thing thing." Yeah. yeah With you, I just, like, do it in the ways that I'm, like, hey, like, I love you. I want you to nap less. Like, not because I want you to be less tired because I like, because I want you to be more tired. But because, I like, I know how much you care about the things that you could be doing while yeah. you're doing that. And then, like, it's, like, taking you snowboarding because I know you'll fucking love it. And then, uh, like, telling you, like, hey, dinner's done without even asking you. And just, like, doing those kind yeah. of things and, like, just being around um, in a way that, like, a lot of your other friends like not I'm not talking about anyone in particular but a lot of your friends take from you yeah and I don't take from you much at all I don't try to I mean I take the microphone from you like I talk <laughs> over you constantly but I don't I don't I try my best to like I've take I've get gotten enough from you two, and so and now I'm at a point of abundance and so I just try to give as much as I can so even when you guys start to give I go like I can
0: give more <laughs> got a whole bag of love come right at me, you me. motherfucker <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got a whole garage full of shit and I'm just gonna throw it at you oh, yeah god damn it do you have anything else you want to touch on? Yeah, one second. Oh, okay.
2: What oh, you want to? Oh, can is Gideon going to tell his joke? I need you to tell a joke <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You guys, you oh, goodness. Can you come tell it on the podcast?
1: Please? Come on. Pretty, please. So
2: Dylan's trying There's to get no our 11 year old kid to come and try and Gideon tell this Paul. hilarious one. joke. Oh, and um, the mom voice is coming out to, to get this joke going. Yeah, he's
0: like you can eat your cupcake eat. if you tell the joke.
2: Oh, oh bribery! Cupcake, like, Come on, dude.
1: It's, there's no one here. You're just talking near that thing. You're just going to retell us the joke.
0: Come here, I'll help you. <laughs> You're fine. Come
2: here. See, there's nobody in here. Just it's right just here. us. You, you can want put help? The headphones on too, if you want, so you can hear your voice. Welcome to Radio Land you got to talk into the microphone so you can hear it. You see how I am? Like this? You, gotta you talk like close. this.
4: Okay. So there's a boy, right? Yes. And he goes out to... Well, goes out to eat his breakfast, right?
3: hmm
4: Yes, and he goes out, and there's no breakfast on the table. And he's like, Mom, well, where's the breakfast? And she's like, well, did you do your chores? And the boy's like, no. And... The mo- mother's like, so if you do your chores, you get your breakfast. The boy goes outside, and he walks by the pig, so and he's mad, so he kicks the pig. And he goes by the chicken, so he's mad, so he kicks the chicken. And he goes over to milk the cow, so so he's mad, <clears throat> and he's mad, so he kicks the cow. Mm-hmm. And then the mother's watching him this whole time. And when the <clears throat> kid goes inside, <clears throat> they're the away on the breakfast. The table is a dry bowl of cereal. And he's like, Mom, what's this? And she was like, well, I saw you kick the pig, so no bacon. I saw you kick the chicken, so no eggs. And I saw you kick the cow, so no milk. And the the boy's eating his, his dry cereal, mad. And then the dad comes in the room. And he, the cat's in his way, so he kicks the cat. And the boy's like... Mom, do you want to break the news to dad or shall I?
0: <laughs> I would like to clarify he has no idea why that is funny. Oh,
1: goodness gracious.
2: Parenting
0: Good award. Buddy.
1: This has been Best <laughs> Number Friends One. Ask Why episode 16. Oh, yep. uh, we love you, Christina. Thank you for coming on. You. Love nice. you guys. It's been so fun. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye.
2: Bye. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of the Best Friends Ask Why podcast.
1: If you like what you heard today, we'd really appreciate it if you could go on whatever service you use to listen or watch the podcast and leave us a review.
2: Five-star reviews are what helps spread the word and build a community around our podcast.
1: If you have any cool guest ideas, questions, or just want to reach out, hit us up on our social media at B-F-A-Y. That's B-F-A-W-H-Y. One last time, thank you very much, and we look forward to hearing you.